Here we are. It's Monday and a great day for talk radio. Most of us are back to work. Uh, Some people obviously uh, extending the weekend for the Remembrance Day uh, statutory holiday in instances of warrant. And uh, there are certain closures. I think uh, the banks are closed today. I never go to the bank anymore, so I'm really not familiar. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, they've opened up the bank as far as the NHL is concerned. This concussion lawsuit that's been certified in uh, a court in Minnesota going to pay more than 100 former players a total of 16900000 which is going to work out to about 22000 per player per copy, and uh, up to seventy five grand in medical treatment for players who test positive on two or more tests. So those in need, those who have retired prematurely or otherwise, uh, certainly will be looked after. Whether that's adequate, well, I guess, you know, remains to be seen, but it's better than nothing, and uh, that's a start. Oh, speaking of people, you know, uh, concussion, at the very least. Buddy on Sunday watching a Tennessee Titans football game in Nashville goes for the t-shirt toss, kind of lunges over the railing, goes ass over tea kettle, and uh, falls through the canopy where the players come out. Yeah, it was taken to the hospital in serious condition. I mean, the t-shirt toss, what's that worth? Maybe five, six bucks a t-shirt at most? I've seen that too at the Scotiabank Arena, you know, when they fire them out of cannons or, you know, some of the help they're throwing around. People get ornery over these damn things. It's like, let it go. It's not that important. (laughs) However, uh, on another note, speaking of uh, protecting your head, the University of Toronto banning all smoking, vaping, uh, cannabis. Yeah, Jan 1, 2019, they're putting a strict verboten type of uh, protocol in place. What's the point of going to university? I guess I won't be going back to school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's the University of Toronto. We'll pick that up with our panel in an hour. Topics worthy of discussion. You know, meanwhile, over at the United Church, I believe they've uh, actually put marijuana in their communion wafers. Half kidding, because I don't know if this is even a church anymore. Our friend Greta Vosper used to be on with me regularly as a pa- panelist in the mornings against the Reverend Dr. Charles McVitie from the Canada Christian College. They go at it hammer and tong. Says Greta basically is an avowed atheist, even though she's a United Church minister. So I'm not sure how you square that circle exactly, but uh, we put the call into her. She's been reinstated. Uh, there was a lawsuit pending there to have her, I guess, expelled for heresy. But they dropped it. And so, my hand to God, no pun intended, but uh, Greta's back in the good books of the United Church, even though she doesn't basically subscribe to any of the underpinnings of that particular faith. So uh, how that works, we'll put to our panel right now. Just wanted to ask you about Justin Trudeau's comments on, needless to say, Trump and the use of social media, that it's flagrant and divisive and it's uh, being used in a toxic way. Do you agree or do you think Trump is the one who's actually outsmarted everybody by going around the mainstream media and directly to his peeps. Jeff, we'll start with you in Brampton. Good afternoon. Very good afternoon. I hope you know a good chiropractor, because you're going to need one to fix yourself after all these contortions you've been yourself into trying to defend Trump. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. I bent over backwards to accommodate your call. How do you like that? <laughs> I love you. I love you, Johnny. All right, bud. Listen. Yes. You know... Mr. Khan, the, the, the Bose Star Father, when he spoke at the Democratic Convention in 2016, he, he, he warned, he gave a dire warning, and I think people should hear it. He said history is not going to look kindly on the people that support and abet, even abet Donald Trump. Donald Trump is destroying the fabric that held oil. Western civilization. And, and this was at the Democratic National Convention, a guy staked out that position? 
Whoa, hard to believe. I can't believe. I'd have to go back and look at the archive. He was... He, he was speaking because Trump had insulted him and uh, the son and whatever. Well, for sure. Okay, but see, Jeff, Jeff, my point here is the media. Is it being abused and misused by Trump, or is he using it to affect? Trump, Trump has figured out a way to play the mainstream media. And they fell into his trap. They go down the but it's his use of social media, because that's what Justin was on about. He says people exactly. are taking uh, Twitter to uh, the wrong ends. They're just uh, uh, misusing Twitter's potency its power when they could use it in a positive light because what happens johnny is that we don't know now when trump is serious or when he's joking because if he says something that's stupid on twitter the supporters say he was just joking if he says something that's serious on twitter then we should take him serious so we don't know and the media has fallen into this trap and they're not going to get out because trump well, knows how to play but it, all right but he knows how to play he's also uh, yanking the chain of the mainstream media for better for worse i don't know but jeff i appreciate your call here's alan barry what do you say al yeah thanks for taking my call john yep. yeah trump was never 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 going to get a fair shake from the media right from the get-go 95 percent they've been hammering him daily so he had to take another route and as far as justin trudeau he's an embarrassing milquetoast sissy and for him <laughs> to take another but, the, but that's not the question. The question is whether he's right or wrong in his assessment of how Twitter is being used. No, he, he, that's the whole point. He's, the, the liberals are pissed off because they always had their way with the media. But now they don't because Trump can go around it with Twitter, like you were saying, and he's, he's basically outfoxed them. So that's why all the, those on the left hate it so much because Trump is actually outfoxing them because they don't have complete control of all the media like they would want. All right. Well, the outfoxed, I think that might have been a subconscious pun. Uh, the other night at a rally, I guess Trump was staging, I can't remember where the location was, Nevada or maybe Arizona, uh, Sean Hannity and uh, Justice Janine Pirro were on stage, and they got their knuckles wrapped by the company, saying, you know, you guys, uh, you can be opinion uh, not columnists or whatever, but, uh, you know, you you host opinion shows, but, man, you can't get that blatantly uh, into advocacy, even though Hannity's a close confidant of Trump's. But that's an aside. It's just the use of the uh, social media, as Trump has now mastered it, it seems, for better, for worse. Justin's called him out and said, no, uh, this kind of stuff is dangerous and divisive. Joe, what do you say in Perry Sound? Um, I believe that uh, Trudeau is on the kettle black, uh, black, he's just as guilty as Trump. In what sense? All the freedom of speech. So if Trump's going to use social media and that's a better way to get his word out, all the power to him. All right. Well, I appreciate the call from Perry Sound. You got snow up there? Uh, I think Trump is doing a good job doing his story. He's got so much negative media. How else do you get out your story? Well, this is what he says, and uh, certainly people have perceived it as that. And Justin Trudeau, who knows, maybe he's envious that the guy has 110 million followers. <laughs> you know, he's almost in that rarefied air of the Kardashian family, for crying out loud. Uh, I'd be curious to know how many followers Justin has. But nonetheless, uh, the critique, is it valid, yes and no, or is Trump the one who's actually figured it out? Mike, what do you got in Scarborough? Yanni, what's going on? Not much. Just uh, waiting to find out how this pilot project along King Street is doing. Probably doesn't have much to do with you and Scarborough, but I'm going to no. talk about that. Right now, I want your thoughts on Twitter and how Trump's applied it. Well, okay. In fairness, I don't live in the States, and I don't really care what they do down there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, people are sick of the mainstream TV media, like Fox and CNN, always banging the drum of one party versus the other. 
Mm-hmm. And it's been happening with us, too, with CBC for like 20 years plus, right? 20, and, wow. Or m- maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know. Right. Since Marconi got the signal on Signal <laughs> Hill. Uh, go ahead. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, when I was a young teenager, I used to watch uh, Nolton Nash just to go to sleep, right? I didn't need any meds or anything. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh-huh. He, he, he kind of replaced the test pattern for you there. <laughs> That's right. The test pattern with uh-huh. uh, moving jaw. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> you know, people are just pissed off, and they go to social media. <laughs> they know the real story. Mm. They know, like, for example, you know, uh, uh, the uh, the oil barons, the Saudi family is corrupt. They're murders. They're just sick of it, right? Mm. So they just go right to the heart of the matter. Trump, okay, going back to Trump, the for day one, he was on social media. Nobody expected any different. Now, the canoe instructor that we have as prime minister, because that's what he is, let's, mm. 11 more months, is that what we have? 11 uh, more months, Yeah, right? it would be, uh, okay. Oh, Jesus, that's a long time. <laughs> but, um, 11 more months of this, he could have used, he's a hypocrite, what I'm trying to say, is because he could use social media to the advantage of the country, like saying, okay, Native people in the West, what do you exactly need so we get this pipeline done so we could move ahead for everybody? Because you're not the only citizens of this country, right? And, 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 and really important issues like that. But he's being divisive, divisive in his own way as well. So, I, I, you know. All right. Well, you know, it's an interesting take, and I appreciate your sharing it. I guess Justin wouldn't be positioned as a populist, you know, with his real finger on the pulse of people's needs, because a lot of it is, you know, top-down diktats, and we know what's best for you, and we're going to impose a carbon tax, and uh, we're just going to stall on this pipeline thing because they have this ideological bent. That's my perception of things, but I didn't want to digress. I just wanted to talk about social media and who's got a better handle on it. Uh, Justin's critique, many would subscribe to and say Trump has abused, you know, the idea that Twitter can reach his 110 million, I think, followers. Meanwhile, Justin's got, what, 4.363, 4. 4.39. Okay, well, we're a smaller country. Uh, that all means... Not that much smaller. <laughs> I was dividing by 10, uh, so he still loses out on that arithmetic. However, uh, let's find out. There's another metric being uh, gauged here along this King Street pilot. When people are getting to and fro, are they saving a lot of time in transit? And is it working out to the point where it should be established as a continual thing? And uh, this is the argument for the King Street pilot one year today. It was unveiled amidst, uh, again, some rancor, resentment from the shopkeepers. They haven't gone away. Well, some have gone away, actually, but they haven't with their complaints. We'll find out. Gary Peters is going to join us. City Place Residents Association, his take on that matter next here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.